the year is 2023. The over-commercialized Autobots are ready to soft reboot and embrace their furry wild side. I've been waiting weeks to do that. That was really good. I've had this plan for so long. Gonna... It didn't even matter if the movie was good or bad. <laughs> Welcome back to Shallow Cinema. Welcome back, our friends. I am Nemo. I'm Blackjack Primus. <laughs> the, and we, we are ready to go into this Transformers Rises of the Beasts. I'm an unabashed Transformers fan. I, You're I literally, you are literally wearing a Decepticons t-shirt right now. And that was not planned for today either. That no, was it wasn't. Out. I knew it wasn't because you looked down and you didn't realize. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I don't know a lot about Beast Wars, though I did watch. That was my Transformers. I did watch a lot of it uh, mornings before going to school. Because I, I was a big fan of the reboot, of the show reboot. Yes, yes. Of which that team is who did Beast Wars. Um, and I do think both shows, if you watch them now, like, it'd be rough. But if you take them for the time that they came out, I was saying that was groundbreaking, but that was pretty amazing computer animation. That's the way you do it. Just, t- just take it as it is. You play your guitar on your MTV. The music video is not that great. <laughs> I know they hate it. Uh, you can find us at shallow underscore cinema on Twitter and email us at shallow cinema show at gmail.com. Leave us a rating on Apple podcast. We would really appreciate it. A thumbs up on a, a like on YouTube. Yeah. Hit that bell icon. Just know if you're an Autobot or a Decepticon or a Terracon or a Predacon or a Maximal. That's right. I know all of these factions. I'm sorry. Predacon just sounds the worst. <clears throat> they weren't in this movie, but they, that's, that's the villains of the Maximals of Predacons. But that, that name by itself is really awful. Pedophilecons? Yeah. <laughs> Pedocons? <laughs> it just sounds awful. Hey, kid, come play with me. <laughs> <laughs> so with uh, just getting out of that, uh, the multiverse, it's kind of nice to be a little grounded for once. <laughs> grounded in a Nice, stable, suitable reality. Trapped on this planet, if you will. But maybe there's a transwarp key somewhere hidden in this podcast. There could be. But first, let's get into just a little bit of news. I don't have much for you. I've only got one. Uh, Cruz versus Oppenheimer. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Cruz v. Oppenheimer. That's really funny. Uh, my news is also Oppenheimer related. Is it about how big and hefty it is? It sure is. How much it weighs? 600 pounds. Just of pick it up. IMAX. IMAX is 600 pounds and six miles long. What What is the length? I don't mean. <laughs> There's no way this isn't so dirty now. <laughs> what is the actual length of the movie Oppenheimer? Not the film. But um, like, uh, yeah, the runtime is what yes. you're that's the word you're thinking about. This is a professional cinema podcast. The feature length. <laughs> uh, the Oppenheimer runtime. My question is. Three hours. It's like, okay, Avatar is also three fucking hours. Did it not also IMAX way this much? Was it, did it, did he not shoot an IMAX film? Was it all digital? Because um, I know this is the point. He did not use a single bit of CGI. The bomb is real. He used real nukes. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> They set off real nukes for this fucking movie. Everything that you see in the is movie is real. Is your news? That is my that news. He set off a nuke. He set off. A, Christopher Nolan set off a nuke 
to make a movie about the guy who made nukes and who immediately regretted it. <laughs> and um, he also released his own personal chart for IMAX AMC theaters of where the ideal seating position is to get the full effect of the full movie. Okay. I mean, shouldn't, generally speaking, <laughs> just anywhere in an IMAX theater pretty much be like, yeah, good. Well, he did that, but he really pissed off someone important when he, when he put all that shit out. So my news, <laughs> Tom Cruise has been complaining to Paramount about Mission Impossible 7 because it has booked most of the IMAX screens for its July 12th opening. <laughs> but on July 21st, Oppenheimer comes out and it will lock up all of the IMAX screens in North America for three weeks. It sure will. Which will push Mission Impossible 7 out. A week for every hour of the movie. Cruise's complaint is that Mission Impossible 7 has a more universal appeal than Oppenheimer. And I, I here's things I don't disagree with him. Uh, Tom Cruise, you may it's have hard jumped to off not, a mountain on a bike, but did you set off a nuke? I don't think it's so. It's hard to not say, make bomb jokes about Oppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> I think the movie, whatever, I know this is this is his longest movie. This gonna is be his lit. first rated R movie since Insomnia. And this is also Christopher Nolan's first movie with Universal. Uh, he left Warner Brothers mm-hmm. in 2021 when they decided to allow all their stuff to go to streaming. Except for his. They didn't put his on there. But no, it was the principal not. thing. Uh, I, I get the visual scope, I guess, of watching a nuke go off in IMAX. But <laughs> Tomothy is not wrong. That Mission <laughs> Impossible is going to have one has more universal appeal and is likely to be a bigger long run draw. Absolutely. Oppenheimer seems like me and my dad that we're, we're going to go see that or, you know, it's a dad movie. Your, your old man would enjoy watching it. And even my interest in Oppenheimer is like, I mean, I guess now I know about a nuke, like, well, I'll go see this in IMAX, I guess, because I want to see a fucking nuke. Yeah. But otherwise it was like, I don't, I know biopics for me are. That's what's so interesting about in, this. In a me. summer bio, actually, you know, I guess kudos Universal. You're like, I'm gonna put this fucking out in the middle of July. I'm just surprised that Christopher Nolan is doing a biopic out of all things. Also, I do have issues with Christopher Nolan. I don't. Yeah, I know you do. I don't love the guy anymore. Yet, Interstellar is one of my favorite movies, and I that, know you don't like that movie. That sounds like a Patreon episode that people should pay to get to hear. <laughs> um, They're just gonna hear me fucking yelling the whole time. So, but I imagine that Universal is will go to bat to keep oh absolutely Oppenheimer in there for that time frame. Uh, and I did see this. I wasn't the one who put this together, but whoever is scheduling at Paramount maybe needs to find a different job because <laughs> you look at Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, that came out between John Wick and, and Mario. Mario, Transformers, which comes out between Spider Verse and Flash, but. Transformers did beat Spider-Verse very easily. For its second weekend. Very easily, though. That's surprising to me. I wouldn't say very easily either. I mean, it made like $5 million more. $60 million. It made $60. Spider-Verse made $55. Oh, I thought it said that it made $60 million more. No. No. It made $60 million in the U.S. That's all it made. I should cut this part out of the podcast. No, no, no. Keep keep your mistakes in there. (laughs) Um. And the Mission Impossible is going to open a week before Oppenheimer and Barbie. Now, arguably, movie's got to come out. Like, I get it. Yeah. But, like, like D&D, if you had put that out 
a month earlier, it, it I think it would have done much better. I uh, I absolutely I, I would even say I don't know that it would have done any summer. better without Spider Verse competing with it. Yeah, and and but I mean the Flash is going to cut its legs pretty quick. I didn't mean that as a, that actually literally was not a pun like that. <laughs> I said it and it was like, oh, oh, quick. <laughs> uh, and I don't know, you know, I don't think Flash or Transformers is going to have the legs that Spider-Verse is likely to have. That's also not a pun. It's not, it's not that spiders have eight legs kind of pun. <laughs> and Mission Impossible, in anything. Mission Impossible is possible. Huge. And I, I think Sorry. I think just going against Barbie, it'd probably be fine. But Barbie and Oppenheimer, and I mean, that's a weird weekend altogether. Yeah. Like, what opens this weekend? A movie, a biopic about the guy who built a nuke, and also the Barbie movie, and which is strangely maybe going to be good. I mean, I'm literally in the movie, so I'm in Barbie. He's literally me. <clears throat> Ryan Gosling is you. He's literally me. Now people know what Nemo looks like. He looks just like <laughs> exactly. So, but uh, you know, I guess this is news, but like I don't think anything's going to happen. Like Tom Cruise is just going to be upset, and yeah. I guess Xenon will have to calm him down and keep his theme <laughs> levels <laughs> at a good level. <laughs> and yeah, I think Paramount. <laughs> Holy shit! I wonder with, I wonder with D and D, in the coming in between Wake and Mario. I wonder if they didn't think Mario would do as well as it did. Honestly, I think they just didn't think D&D would do well. Yeah, but they should have known. They should have watched their own movie and like, oh, we have a good movie. Yeah. And Pro- I, I actually, you know, you know what? You know, even producers if not putting and out, executives don't actually watch those movies. Even if not putting out earlier, like, imagine what D&D would do now. Like I, with I, I, it totally should have been a summer flick. It, it would have been great for the end of May. Probably would have, been, probably would have done better than Fast X. It really Maybe. would have. Would have lasted longer. You know what? It wouldn't have gone to streaming three weeks later. You know what? That's my other piece of news that's really funny. One, you did take it from me in the last podcast, but uh, Venom 3 got pushed back, too, <laughs> with the right oh, strike. Yeah, I know I did. Yeah. But they're, they're still re- hoping for a 2024 release. It's like, Who good luck. <laughs> uh, it's like a turd in the wind. Anyway, um, some dumbass on Reddit did the funniest thing ever, where he went on the D&D sub forum and was like, hey, guys, this made news. That's why I'm even talking about it. Um, it's like I thought the choice to have a DM narrate the entire movie of D&D was a very bold choice and I really liked it her voice was awesome and everyone's like you're fucking trolling what the fuck are you talking about and after poking and prodding it turns out he tried to turn on closed captioning but he turned on the hearing assist and what the D&D movie did is they hired a very professional voice actress who's British to narrate the whole movie for people that are hearing impaired. I didn't even know that was a feature in movies. No, it, it, this is like, they did a whole featurette, featurette on it, but he accidentally turned that on. So he watched the full movie first with someone narrating it like a DM would. So he enjoyed the movie a lot more and everyone started watching it with this closed caption thing or the hearing assist. And they're all like, this is kind of even more of a better movie now. I'm bummed that we are likely not going to get a follow up to this. Yeah. It was it was funny though. It was although like that that just that happening to the guy is like one that's maybe that's adorable. Maybe it'll be a spider verse situation <laughs> in this first one. Did just okay. Didn't do great. Didn't really even do good. I would like to get another. But it did one. okay and like internationally it did even better. 
maybe they will be like, okay, let's let's go again. Let's let's take a risk and go one more time. Maybe if Tom Cruise sees it and he's like, I really like this movie. Like, oh, okay. Hey, Risk is another bo- board game. I'm sure it's coming. Hasbro Universe, it's coming <laughs> together. Uh, it sure is. <laughs> trailer, uh, segue. Yeah, let's get in the trailer. Doing it, getting to the park. Uh, for those of you that don't know, like, I mean, you're here in this week's apart, but like, we literally just recorded Spider Verse, <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm going slightly insane. Yeah, we're wi- we're winding down. Uh, Disney's haunted mansion. Sure, whatever. It looks like Pirates of the Caribbean in a haunted house. I mean, honestly, like, it's, yeah, it it's doesn't. Literally, the creators of Pirates. It so. looks darker and scarier than what you expect from a Disney movie. It's got a good cast. I like Lakeith Stanfield a lot. Uh, you got Dan DeVito, Dan DeVito defeating it up. And in uh, the visual effects in the trailer. Oh, was it Rosario Dawson in that too? Yeah, Rosario Dawson, yeah. Owen Wilson. Wow. I bet he says it. Only Disney movie. Wow. Uh, the visual effects look really good. Uh, I mean, they don't look like mind-blowing, but just the house shifting and like, it looks like there's a lot of camera trickery. Which and, is nice. Imagery <laughs> stuff. That's what I mean by the visual effects look good. Of like, oh, you're doing fun stuff with perspective and things like that. I don't trust Disney at all, but we'll see. As far as the trailer goes, though, like, well done. Like, do you, do you it, miss Eddie Murphy? No, I never even saw Eddie Murphy's Haunted Mansion. That was the worst I, I Christmas was, present I ever got. I was well tapped out on Eddie Murphy. I didn't, I didn't like Eddie Murphy's PG <laughs> era. I enjoy R-rated Beverly Hills Cop Eddie Murphy. Maybe oh. Nutty Professor. <laughs> I if love, they want to do Nutty Professor 3 and bring him back. I would love that. I'll, I'll, I I'll fucking watch. love Nutty Professor. <laughs> That's a good commentary episode. But not the second one. I don't. I don't enjoy the clumps. Mm, no, I don't want to meet the clumps again. All right. Uh, <laughs> sympathy for the devil. Nicholas Cage being crazy again with uh, what was it Nick Offerman? I don't know. Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, that's it. Rick Flag from the Suicide Squad, and also RoboCop, but not really RoboCop. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, look cool. I. It's because of you that I watched this because I wouldn't watch it otherwise. Yeah. I knew about the title. I knew this trailer came out, and I was just like, oh, whatever. Some, I mean, not whatever, but <laughs> another Nicolas Cage movie. Like, I'll this if it's one, good. I'll find out about to it. To be fair, this one really doesn't look like your typical Nick Cage flick. This kind of looks like a like it's a like, mid nineties Nick Cage. It's like Cage wanted to be John Wick. I well, I don't get the John Wick vibe, but it was the colors. It's a very stylish looking movie. It almost reminded me of the trailer for Bad Times at the El Royale. Mm, yeah okay it's kind of a deep cut i've seen that but um i hope it's not that because i turned out to not like that movie very much but this looks like a very stylish movie it looks ah this can't be a spoiler because this is a fucking trailer we don't know anything about this i can't tell is he supposed to be the devil or not i don't know he could be and maybe that's part of the movies like because at some at a certain point in the trailer i did i was just like well okay he's just the devil he's the devil and he's fucking with this guy but other times it was like or is he a criminal who is also just crazy and fucking with this guy yeah well it's very because we don't we don't see him do anything magic per se in this trailer this one does have one of those the the film the road you know it's like the man talking about vigo mortensen yeah their names are the boy and the man and we vigo mortensen (laughs) um this movie nick cage is the passenger and joel kinnaman is the driver they don't have names. It gave me uh, a, a devil's advocate vibe in a good way. Yeah. Uh, and it also gives me a vibe of collateral with uh, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx, which is literally uh, not the same setup, but kind of pretty similar. 
So interesting melding of things. Like I, I do want to see this. And this, this could be a from the trailer. I can feel like I might walk out of the school and like I got to buy this. Isn't it funny? Like this is very obviously like a low budget film. And yet it looked infinitely more Budgeted. entertaining <laughs> and like better than the expendables and all that stuff. It was shot by it was shot by someone who's only making one movie, Nemo. Yeah. Not making two movies uh, at the sorry. same time. You it's very you're hard. right. That it's is hard. hard. That's my that's my trailer. You, did you want to talk about your other two at all? No, but I do want to talk about this. Isn't a trailer, <laughs> and it's not news. This would have been a good segue, I guess. A clip from Twisted Metal. Oh yes, got released at the Summer Game Fest. Uh, I saved uh, I saved the picture of the clown for you. Um, there you go. That's what I saved for you. I still, I mean, I like the look of it. I like the look of Sweet Tooth. Yeah, Samoa I like Joe. Samoa Joe. I even, I was worried how the voice was going to match with the body. And like, if I, I mean, I do hear Will Arnett in there, but yeah, he is still, he, he, he's getting Sweet Tooth for me. Here's what my issue is. One, I, I get that maybe they wanted to show off Sweet Tooth because of course you do. And you want to show off your main character. And maybe this is one of the few times that these two characters share a scene together. And we don't, we don't know why you specifically at the games fest. Why <laughs> is the scene you decide to show off the first, really the first thing you're going to show off, not a fucking car in sight. Yeah. Like, look, I know you're telling a different story and you're, you're telling a story. But the basis of this is them fighting in cars. And 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 then the humor didn't work for me. I'd, look, I know with Sweet Tooth, they can go back and they can rewrite jokes because he's buying a mask. So you can ADR whatever you want to have him say. This can't be redone because like clearly Thong Song is what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like there's humor to be had from that. But them singing along to it. And Sweet Tooth being, I don't know, persuaded to not kill Anthony Mackie because he knows the song. <laughs> I get that the show is going for humor. It's going for a lighter, wackier tone than like Twisted Metal Black. Yeah. I understand. I, I get that. But it wasn't funny. And I even went, the creator of Twisted Metal posted a video on YouTube and he's also like, yeah, this wasn't funny damn um he's not involved with the show at all. no no but he did he's still so like look i know the people involved with it, it's people who make cobra kai and he's also like hey look first trailers for that also didn't look good and now everyone fucking loves cobra kai that's that's still a show that i can't believe has so many fans and and he also he, he stated too he's like this is a different take on these characters in this world right He's like, and I've got to, I have to divorce myself of that. Like we need to, we need to take it for what it's going to be. He's like, but this wasn't, this wasn't a good first showing in this. And this wasn't funny. And that this point is like, that wasn't funny. There's one bit of that clip where Sweet Tooth like flips Anthony Mackie up onto a table. Yeah. Right before he turns the song on where I was like, oh shit, that looks menacing. Like that. I believe the Sweet Tooth guy's like, that's a scary fucking dude. It's like they, they went the route of what the borderlands games turned into it does feel we haven't even seen anything from the borderlands movie but like this does feel like what i would imagine like, a borderlands like, story like to the be. first borderlands game was you know it was insane but then it turned into just like Cartoons. annoying like the tiny tina wonderland thing it's like you took the most annoying character and made this 
expansion. So my, That's what kind of like this is feeling like to me. My hope for this to be something good is waning. I'm hey, still going to watch it all. Maybe and it's a bad trailer like we got with Transformers. It's possible. Oh, that's a good segue. Thank you. Michael Bay's cock has been in Transformers for so long. Technically, his balls are still in this one. Yeah. They're still hanging. He's a producer. I don't think that he was on Bumblebee. I don't know. The taint of Michael Bay has not completely went away. It never will. Whether he's involved or not, like, he set the tone that the studio is going to want to kind of... People still blame him for the turtles, even though he really had no part in them whatsoever. Yeah, you just produce it. But, I mean, if you watch the movie, it does look like... It, it does. It no. looks like you, looked Full, like you told the director what to do. Fully earned. But this one, I, you know, the trailers were god-awful. I really hated them. Uh, like we even talked about in one of our other episodes where there's a stupid trope in it that I despise. I don't we know even, if you noticed there's stuff that is in the trailer that's not in this movie. They took it out. And, and also lines that out. are entirely, like, the one that you made fun of all the time of let them come, like... He doesn't say that. Oh, I know. He does he say says that. He says it later, and yeah. he says, let him come. Yes. He's talking about Unicron. He's talking about Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> or no, I think in the trailer it says, let him come. Now in the movie it says, let them come. Yeah. And it's at, it's actually well after the battle yeah. is over. It's specifically. And it um, said different. It's a different take of the line. The one that I hated was uh, her being like, this, this can't be happening. So, yeah, that's the scene that's not in this. The character didn't even act like that in the movie. No. So, I mean, I guess we're just jumping right into this. Yeah. The okay. human characters are. Much better. They're really likable. Um, um, I will say, Ralph, one of them gets more than the other. I'm very surprised with this movie. Uh, I st- I don't like it as much as I like Bumblebee. I expected complete garbage. I did enjoy it. I walked out smiling. No. I will buy it, but it's, like I said, I'm a Transformers fan. I may not buy it day one, but I still think Bumblebee was a better movie. So that was the thing. A thing, and too. this is a. They do make it clear this is a sequel to Bumblebee. You weren't clear on that before. And the Michael Bay movies are now. This is a recent. Like they are not connected to this. So I never seen Bumblebee. So I'm kind of like, mm, I kind of wish I'd watched it now. You still can. Yeah, <laughs> but I just mean before this movie. Uh, I mean, you didn't miss it. Like no. Only thing the line when Optim when like Optimus like doesn't trust humans right. and Bumblebee's like they're my friends and yeah. he's like I know one was good to you. There was one was good to you, me. It's- I mean, in the theater, I was like, oh, you're referencing the movie Bumblebee. Like, oh, cool. I mean, it's also great that the studio, because I think when they made Bumblebee, they didn't know. Like, Yeah, they didn't know what was going on. Are we resetting the Michael Bay ones? Is this a prequel to the Michael Bay ones? And they're like, wait. And I mean, they're really just like, we'll just see how people react to it, and then we'll decide. And even with this, I didn't know that this was like, is this a sequel to Bumblebee, or are you just doing a whole new thing? Maybe it's not even like a sequel. It's just like, this is the first part, and that was a prequel, (laughs) or just like a side story. Who I don't know. Anyway, this movie is kind of neat. The humans are <laughs> one not annoying. Two, yeah, there's not a single more annoying fleshed human out, and there's not a bunch of them. It is just the two that you see in the trip. I mean, you get a little bit of Noah's family and his little brother. Who I'm gonna admit, the little kid, the brother, he doesn't do a lot of acting, but like his acting is good. Yeah, most of the time, little kids in this kind of stuff always suck ass. And he did do his job of like I kind, I do kind of feel for you, and like yeah. you've made me now feel for Noah. He does also mention that he can't beat Bowser on his Game Boy. That is, I'm not a Mario person, bullshit. but I don't think that there's a Bowser Mario. I don't think there's a Mario game on Game Boy that Bowser is the boss of. Pretty sure it's all Wario, and 
And also, yeah. this family clearly is poor and struggling, and they call each other Sonic and Tails. I'm sorry, I don't think you have a Game Boy and a Sega Genesis in your home. Hey, maybe they're watching Sonic Set AM. In 1994, that wasn't going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah, Sonic was in the 80s. The cartoon? Yeah, both. There's two. Hmm. There's even Archie comics. I mean, I knew there was an Archie comic. I just didn't think that was, well, I guess I was going to say until the 90s, but this was 94. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah. Um, Noah. Super Mario World was already out our, at that point. I guess you'd say our main character. He gets much more. He gets a backstory. Um, Elena, our other human character, not so much. I mean, she nope. does tell us a little bit of backstory of basically why she decided to go on this crazy thing. Um, but, they, you know, look, they're well-rounded. Uh, enough is given to them. And if we're going to have humans in here, like, okay. And I, I did towards the end, too. I didn't feel for Noah per se. I mean, honestly, if they killed one of the humans, I'd be like, okay, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I'm gonna also just say spoilers because like whatever. And also, who fucking cares? Yeah, we can go ahead and go into it. Um, I'm gonna say see it. I actually, I'm really gonna say see it because I want this to do well. I did see it in IMAX because I want them to. Well, I kind of want them to continue this. I'm worried about what they think that they're gonna do. Yeah, and we'll talk about that when we get to the end here, but. Uh, you know what? Um, Mirage, Pete Davidson. I was I did not know that it was Pete Davidson until after the movie. Oh, really? And I think that made it better. Because I... For I, you, probably. I, you probably I hate, judged it. I, I don't like Pete Davidson, Davidson either. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give him credit. Like, he was actually entertaining. Mirage, I'm going to give him credit on most of the bots. The ones who get to do something, they have character this time. Yeah. Optimus has a character and an arc. I he disagree with you. I completely disagree with you. I wish Optimus Prime was not in this movie. He annoyed the fuck out of me. He would not shut the fuck up. I can see why, but his his story well, paralleled Noah's story. It was about, so weird. Though. I mean, they hit it on the nose. It's like, oh, you both put the world on your shoulders. Well, it was like he was socially unaware of everything going on around him. They're all like, the other bots are like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And Optimus Prime is just like, in another world, I was a warrior. We must kill. Um. <laughs> It was so I'm, weird. I think I'm just happy to see, like, oh, there's a lot of good to say. I'm happy to see that he got to be in this fucking movie versus the other Transformers movies where typically he's just gone for just 80% of it. I wish um, he wasn't in it. <laughs> and that they did maybe the tying into Bumblebee and, like, giving him the story of he wants to go home and he feels like he made a mistake bringing them here <laughs> and now they're stuck here, which is also, like, doesn't totally tie into Bumblebee correctly, but it's whatever. And that, that does parallel Noah's story too about feeling like he's got to take care of his family. Now, yes, <laughs> that is the extent of the character work they give Optimus, and doesn't go very far with it. He, he just down to the point where shit. And I kind of wish that this plot got explored more. Where once we're on a, our hunt for the MacGuffin or the second half of the MacGuffin, and Noah, um, basically, if they get this key, Unicron's going to come eat all the planets. And I guess you'd start with Earth because that's where the key is. Uh, Unicron's design was kind of goofy. I mean, it's kind of what it, I mean, kind of what it looks like in the anime. It's like one of those things that like, you can't really do but much also, with that. We didn't get to see a we ton saw, of it. We saw his eyeballs. Like mm. that part, I didn't. That's I didn't that's like. why it was goofy to me. I think they should have just kept him a voice. I agree. <laughs> um, or if you want to show the eyeballs and have him transform, but yeah. Uh, and Noah Noah's just like talking to Elena. He's like, "Let me find this thing. We should destroy it." 
Optimus doesn't want to destroy it because Dude, that, he he wants to use it to get to go home. That scene is so funny though. There's no way Optimus yeah. should know that he's going to destroy that. And he's like, they just run away from the fight. They're yeah. fighting. There, there's a huge fight, and then and, it gets away, and he's going to destroy it. And then suddenly Optimus is there. And even I was like, weren't you just? Yeah, is there a whole fight going on? Optimus, How are you here? Optimus also, runs out of nowhere, and he's like, stop, don't do it. And it's like, <laughs> and then he does fucking shoot him optimus i don't even say he convinces <laughs> noah to not do it he just says like if you do that i can't go home <laughs> and Noah's like okay i won't do it and then immediately the terracons fucking take it but why didn't she just drop it and within her hand Opti- oh, that's also true i mean they would have just gone back and gotten it well i mean he could have grabbed it optimus is there but optimus is just like he doesn't he doesn't do anything but technically and in optimus my mind i'm just like shit. he's like whoops <laughs> and then they kind of given up at a certain point too in that in Following that, where he's just like, <laughs> Optimus and Noah are talking. He's like, you were fighting for your people when I was fighting for my people, and we should have just been fighting together. And it's also, it's weird for me, just like, <laughs> is Optimus just giving up? Yeah. It's and like, because like, you're supposed to be, like, I'm cool like with you, him, so. with them having kind of changed <laughs> Optimus in these other movies, too, where he become, he's kind of bloodthirsty and fucking psychopath. But they didn't tone that down here, either. Like, he gets his... So essentially, he gets his ass beat by he gets Scourge. His ass kicked hardcore, and Bumblebee gets killed. Which I was like, that was a surprise. Uh, Even though it's in the trailer, he gets stabbed. But I was like, oh, I mean, uh, I mean who knows what they can survive? I knew that he would come back to life. Because but also, in the trailer, we the see trailer him showed fighting. a whole other scene. I was like, yeah, well, then I know he's back. And as soon as they got to like the Energon bed, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, of course. There we go. But, but I mean, I was still like surprised. Like, huh? It was didn't ex- it was extremely funny of them having these serious scenes after that. With Bumblebee's dead body just on the ground. There's something so fucking funny to me about that. It's nice that they kept bringing him with them. Yeah, they just carried him with them. But, uh... <laughs> so, Optimus One gets beat by Scourge and then watch... I mean, he has to watch Bumblebee get killed, essentially. Yeah. And so he then he's just like... He has a cute then nickname for fucking, him. Well, he called him B in the first one, too. Well, his... Because technically, in Bumblebee... B. Before he comes to Earth... And gets the name Bumblebee, Bumblebee, which I think Haley Steinfeld gives him. Yeah. His name's like B247, whatever. Okay. <clears throat> um, so then Optimus just has a fucking hard on for Scourge. Like, I'm going to kill. He, I mean, I think he says it right then, too. He's like, I'm going to kill you. Is and it? then later on, he's like, he literally calls out, <laughs> I'm going to rip his head off. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I thought we were. Because because Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime, who I think does great work as always, he should retire. And I, I agree with that too. And they, uh, we're going to jump back, but I'm going to jump ahead At, towards the end when Optimus appears to be sacrificing himself. I was one surprised, but I was like, "This makes sense and is good." Like Primal is going to like you're setting up the beast, like let them let do them, whatever. Yeah. And then it just turns out like, oh, the whole thing we said about like this will blow up and like kill whoever's here. It's like, nah, it won't. It's fine. Yeah. Come with us, Optimus. And I was actually kind of let down of like, <laughs> oh, he survived. Okay. But this is for B. But Peter Cullen had said in the past that there's some stuff in the Michael Bay movies where it's like, I didn't want to. There's lines that I didn't want to say. When you were saying that you didn't want to say, give me your face. <laughs> he didn't. I think in the interview, it was more as one of the later films. And it was stuff like he's like, I'll kill him again. Getting bloodthirsty, she's like, I'm gonna kill them all. Yeah, and he was, I mean, to his credit, like, this dude is the guy who played Optimus Prime, <laughs> yeah, from the get go. And he's like, That's not 
prime. And I would agree. He's like, yeah, it's not. That's not my Optimus. Even though part of me was like, I do kind of like the tartar edge. Like, yeah, yeah. This is a war. And like, I'm a, I'm a grown up now. So like, I want grown up Transformer <laughs> stuff. But it took, it didn't take me out of it. But it bothered me. And this one's like, oh, I thought you were going to go back to like G1 stuff because you look like the G1 models. But That's like, a- the fact that you call out and you're just like so succinctly, like, I want to rip his head off. And to his credit, he fucking does do exactly yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. And also with that ending too, like they set up Scourge, who's our main bad guy is Peter Dinklage. Which is honestly pretty good. I like Scourge. <laughs> and he's he's powered by Unicron, which is accurate to the cartoon. I mean, kind of. And they claim like it makes him like he's got all this power and he's like basically invincible. And like generally through the movie, he seems pretty unstoppable yeah. until he's not. Until the end when Prime is just like, nah, I'm going to kill you. Now, because the movie's over, I'm going to kill you. Nothing's happened to him. Nothing's, the only thing that happened is if anything, Unicron, Unicron is closer. Where I'd almost think like, you're, Wouldn't you be you're stronger? stronger. And all you had to do is like put in a line. Like, well, now that Unicron's coming, like his powers. He pushed less. him in lava. Or Unicron <laughs> took some power away because Scourge pissed him off when he thought he had the whole key and he only had half of it. I did bust out laughing in the theater when he ripped the little patch off his arm. He's like, "This belongs to a friend of mine." <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I mean, I, I, I liked the action. I didn't like that line. I genuinely want to watch this again because Optimus is so I, dumb in this movie that I loved it. I do love that. <laughs> he's like, "Let me show you what the power of a prime looks like." But he's like. Yeah. Is it shoving his face in lava? There, there was the Avengers I mean, symbol. If you, if you look at the <laughs> the Bay movies, and I'm going to specifically Dark of the Moon, he fucking decapitates Megatron in that and blows another one's yeah, he's like, like heart out. Basically shoots him in the face. Yeah, he's like, please, Optimus. No, Optimus. <laughs> no, no. He's, Megatron specifically goes like, what would you be without me? And Prime, at this point too, I, and I like this version of Prime to be honest. <laughs> I do see he's like, he's just fed up with this bullshit. And he's like, I don't know. Let's find out. The other and he guys, takes a fucking axe and just like rips his head off. And I'm just like, yeah. The other guy's let's. begging for his life. That one is the one who's begging. He's like, please don't. He's him like, in the face. Nah, you betrayed yourself. And I'm like, and all that I'm on board with him. I'm like, yeah, this lines up that like, you know what? Fuck the two of you. But also this optimist. Your childhood hero just shot a man in the face. It's okay. That was, I'm cool with. I didn't, I didn't like the whole, I want to take his head off. It's like, it's fine if you want to you want to get him i get it i don't need the specifics of you want to take his head off that was weird and then in the ending fight the other main bad guy who i don't think they ever say his name the one who turns into like a tow truck <laughs> and has can like yeah grapple stuff which yeah. actually that was kind of cool scorpion no no the scorpions were just like no no things. like mortal Kombat scorpion oh yes <laughs> um when they take him out him and primal kind of do it together and then Primal, like, he I goes, guess crushes the fucking he guy's goes, he goes head ape, with the rock. He goes ape mode on him. And then... Not with a rock. Then, with his own fucking mace. Then with op, then Optimus is just like, he was mine. Yeah. And I was like, I thought Scourge was yours. What do you care about this one? Like, that would actually bother me. He was like, why do you care? Why the fuck do you care? Why are you even here? Like, you should have just left once he started beating this dude's ass. Like, he, he fucking had it. cut his arm off. And even though I'm saying that they did get more <laughs> characterization in this, this is my other issue. Strangely, there's somehow too many of them in this. Yeah. And even though this is called Rise of the Beasts, it's really not. There's no beast. Like, they they don't show up until I, half what the cheetah The cheetah pretty much apologizes, and that's the extent. I was going to say, so... The rhino, I think primal, you just see once. Primal and uh, Arazor, Razor. Yeah. She, uh, actually, Arazor, Arazor gets the most. Arazor. Uh, Michelle Yell. And 
her death is she does she does actually die. So that's and fucked up. It is pretty effective. Where I was like, fuck. I mean, I don't know how he kills her because it looks like he just gives her a hug. He didn't like infect. That was weird. That was really weird. I feel like they're supposed to be like, is she supposed to rip something out? I, did he crush her chest? Like, but it was still like this is a sad kind of fucked up death. Um, Ron Perlman really went through it. But uh, Cheetor only has the one line, which is apologizing to Mirage, and then that's it. Ryan Ox. He roars. Doesn't even speak. Now, none of them transform until the ending battle. That's fine. I would have liked to have seen more of them in, like, their robot form. Yeah. Uh, especially, like, it's, it's Primal, weird. just because it's kind of cool. Like, oh, oh, you Primal, look. like, transforms into his so form, and then he's back to Gorilla the next scene. I mean, pretty quickly, yeah. They, I That's mean, weird. And him and Rhinox, well, they do look differently, but we don't get enough of them to get to tell them apart. And Primal at one point tells, when they introduce, he's like, I'm Optimus Primal. And Prime's like, Optimus Primal? He's like, yeah, I'm named after you. Um, Legendary star. I don't remember the exact history of it, but the Maximals are from the future, but they are from the past. Yeah, they even say it in the in the. In so the it's clear stuff they'll explore in other movies, but like the Autobots are in their past. So like, yes, Primal is named after Optimus Prime, which I think is just from the cartoon was an excuse of like how the fuck do we explain why this right. thing is named Optimus Primal? It doesn't make yeah. any sense. Um, Wait, and then I, at one point, there's a line where Primal is talking to Air Razor, and he's just like. Primes in at all what I thought he would be like. <laughs> yeah, because he's fucking stupid. And I think it's supposed to be like this is a moment, like a low point, a moment of weakness for Prime or whatever. And Primal is kind of like the pep talk that he yeah. needs of like, hey dude, get your shit together. Like, but <laughs> that's why I said that I love Optimus in this, but I also wish he wasn't in the movie. Because <laughs> but that was you know if so you are and as you're saying like you're you're a Beast Wars fan. It's like if you're a Beast Wars fan, I think you're gonna be excited that they're here and that hey they also they get better treatment than the mm-hmm. Dinobots got oh, in yeah. the last Michael Bay movies because one they are who they're supposed to be and they are in this movie yes but this is not the rise of the beasts no it is not like this is it's the precursor to the beast and the next one will be the rise <laughs> yeah again I don't know what else you would title this movie there, there is one more scene where it's literally the Avengers assemble scene where they're he's yelling out like you mean where they both yell out roll out yeah but it seems like Optimus is like watching him the entire time like he's gonna say it i have to say it too and it's like he almost like cuts him off and it's really funny it's weird to hear the primal ones they roll out and again i don't remember from beast wars because like well none of you fucking roll i don't fucking remember like, either. you're not cars you're <laughs> and so here's and this this i guess some nitpicking they call out two things <laughs> as almost to address it and reckon and make sure that the audience is like we know this doesn't make sense it's like they're talking over each other where um noah early on in mirage is like, so you're alien robots. Why do you look like cars from here? And Mirage basically ignores the questions. Like, you know what I think is weird? Is that Marky Mark? Whatever. Yeah, that was a, that was a good. Um, and it's like, but you can answer that question. Like, well, that was in this, but this movie seems to also kind of retcon like, no, no, they, they took the form of human cars when they got here. Yeah. Like they still transform into vehicles, but they don't look like this on their planet. Yeah. And then I feel like the Marky Mark thing was just literally like a dig at Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. And I look, I don't know the explanation for the Maximals. I don't remember why they look like animals. Well, it's it's like they're they're like they're different from the past to fight for your future as well as something. I know that they're different than the Autobots and like they have different Mm. planet and stuff. But it's just like, uh, why? If you're gonna point it out, like then answer answer the the question. question. Yeah, or don't point it out. 
Um, but I will say the design of the bots, I love one because they're G1. Like RC looked great. Looked really good. And she was really fun. I think so. She you said know, fuck in the movie. We, uh, I, did you notice that too? Yeah, she, I mean, she said, oh, she, fuck. Ma- she mouths it. She, was she like, did. What? what? She absolutely. What is going on? Yeah. That's what I said. This movie, <laughs> I wanted to hate it, but I kind of loved it because it was so, so nonsensical, but also not bad. We know we had a news story that. It looked good. <laughs> that there was, that this was a mess in editing. Yeah. To be we, honest. We, we talked about that. I don't feel like you see that on the screen. This was a coherent movie. I think, I think they took that criticism very it much. It flowed. <laughs> but I know that something had to happen in editing because, yeah, there's... Granted, look, you have movies that have trailers that don't have scenes in them all the time. spider versus trailer had some stuff in it that didn't show yep. up in the movie. But, like, that scene with RC basically waving at Elena, I was like... I And I think, it was like, was there supposed to be more of Elena and RC bonding where, like, Noah's bonding with Mirage? Yeah. But we kind of get hurt, which I mean would be kind of sexist. It's like, oh, the two women have yeah, to be yeah. the ones who bond. But also like this annoying, like this can't be happening kind of character trope. They them just taking that out alone made her character much better. Um, and then I, granted, who? Why am I critiquing this? Who gives a shit? But like, <laughs> it's fun to talk about. Prime calls everyone out when he sees the space when the key turns on, and I do like the fact that they're like, yeah, humans can't see this. And I was like, okay. And I mean, honestly, that's not even dumb. It's like, fine, that. Sure. I, honestly, you know what? Makes total sense. Um, he sees it and he's like, oh, it's a way home. So he calls everybody. But then later when they, after a big action scene happens, which the action scene at the museum is pretty cool. Yeah, it was fun. And also was like, wow, Optimus, you all are getting your asses beat. Yeah, Optimus literally gets clotheslined almost immediately. He's like, that was um, funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then when they decide, when they figure out they got to go to Peru. Optimus just straight up getting punched in the face, by the way. I don't know. Scourge. I don't know why that was so funny because it's like they're metal. It doesn't really have the same effect, but, I mean, it, but it's, it it's so fucking funny though. I don't Probably know. Dr. Gyro loose. It's just funny seeing Optimus get his fucking shit rocked. Uh, when they decide they got to go to Peru, Stratosphere shows up. Yeah, and it's like, look, I'm not gonna argue. Like, oh, actually, this is the other thing that Noah asks. Like, why do you have? He doesn't ask Stratosphere this. He asks Wheeljack this in Peru. He's like, why do you have an accent? Are you Spanish? And they're like, that's racist. So like, how is it racist? You're a robot. It's also, it is a legit thing of like, why do any of you have distinct dialect <laughs> yeah. voice? Like, I actually brought that up before with a friend. It's like, look, I do get it. Like, they're just giving the characters character. Which, but like, the Bumblebee thing is literally because of Michael Bay, right? Him not having a voice. Yeah, and doing the radio yeah, well, stuff. And now that's just because, like, that's just a whole generation's grown up with that. So now it's just like, that's Bumblebee. Yep, now. Okay. Because I hate it. So like, give him a fucking voice. Yep. He had a voice briefly in Bumblebee. Give, get that actor back and let's yeah, do it. Like, yeah. But whatever. Um, it's like, okay, so you're going to ask two questions that do make sense and you're just going to like not fucking answer them. Then don't ask them. Don't ask yeah, yeah. why do you have a diet? Like, because I am like also like, yes. I would like to why, know. Why does Stratosphere have a vaguely Irish accent? Wheeljack, why, why do you have a slightly Hispanic accent? Also, Wheeljack is the only one whose design I did not like. Uh, he looked like a big fucking... He's also he, he looks like a holdover from the Bay movies with the glasses and stuff in front of him. Steve Urkel. <laughs> and, and also that that's not Wheeljack's design. He's not a van, but fine, whatever. <laughs> and the other one's like RC looked great and she looked like RC's supposed to look. Did you like the big titty samurai transformer? Was that Night Raid? Yeah, the purple jet. The, the other bad guy who did get a name because I guarantee yeah. I'm positive 
fucking scorpion one. Yeah. Did not they did not no. ever say his name. She had a fucking big had a big I didn't notice her tits. Tits and I guess had, I wasn't I wasn't looking at she that. Had, she had big uh birthing hips as well. Uh um, good lord. She she did get a pretty violent death. <laughs> yeah, Bumblebee ripped her in half. Uh, and that was a good use of music with Bumblebee's return. You know what? The music choices in this, not a single song bothered me. And uh, no, there was no Sleep Till Brooklyn in this either. No. But I'll tell you what. I'm, everyone made a big deal about the soundtrack. Was. And I was a little worried. Like, fuck. One, because it's all hip hop. And I'm like, well, it doesn't all have to be hip hop. Whatever. This is a different movie. That final fight was actually pretty cool. But I also, I, I was worried. Like, oh, is it going to just be constant and like mm-hmm. overbearing? And it's not. I mean, honestly, after like the first 20 minutes... There isn't any license no. music. It's just score. And then at the end, then we get like Mama said, knock you out. And I was like, I was pretty. And even though I knew yeah. Bumblebee was coming back. And it was like, hype. You show this scene in the trailers like, you know, this is, this is pretty dope. Yeah. And I'm not going to I'm not going to act like I didn't smile. I'm like, OK, if anything, to give this movie praise, <laughs> there's not one moment where I rolled my eyes or cringed. Or was like, oh, God, why are you doing that? Even the parts of even the stuff that, that was were like cringy, dumb. It was just like, they, OK, they directly like some of the jokes that were cringy. They directly were like, that was a terrible joke. I can't believe I said that. And there are some like, I was like, that was kind of neat. There are some false stakes in this movie. Like I said, setting up the ending machine was like, oh, if you turn it off while it's on, it'll explode and do this. And then it's like, mm, I mean, not mm. really. You can kind of get a like prime sacrifice entirely is like not necessary. It appeared to be like you could do this and then just drive away, dude. But no, everyone else had to come back and like convince you essentially. Um, I feel like there's something else that they set up that was like you didn't need to do. Um, oh no, I guess the setup was like Scourge is invincible, and until he isn't. Yeah. Uh, but um, Mirage fighting Scourge was dope. Yeah. Because you know, like, well, dude, if Prime can't take him, you can't fucking take yeah. him. Yeah. But I was like, oh, you have the hologram thing. That's pretty cool, and they use that pretty well. Yeah. Um, and he uses it on on Scourge well too. I was like, actually, maybe you, maybe you will. Um. But no, then Scourge whoops him pretty pretty handily. But then he and then Noah urges. comes in, which is kind of like, dude, what do you think you're gonna fucking do? Right. Um, and then Mirage say, why, protects why did, him. And why Mirage didn't Scourge pr- just literally just squish him when he had him in his hand? Like you should just. That's what, that's what I thought too. Like just two like toothpaste. Human. Yeah. Um, Mirage protecting Noah and then just like just just taking it, just yeah. getting pounded on the backside. Yeah, he was inside him, dude. That joke was awesome. That was funny. I, yeah, I actually laughed. My whole my whole theater is same. That. <laughs> I like that the little kid ignores it because like he doesn't understand what that. No, means. yeah, yeah, it's funny. Um, I did have a bit with um, Sarah where I was like, and I enjoyed the little kid telling yeah. Mirage like, if you if anything happens to him, I'm coming for you. I was hoping that he'd be like, when he's like, hey, I liked that. Tails said this. I was kind of hoping to be like, I'm Knuckles. He did. Did when, he? Um. So when Mirage appears to be dead or is almost dead. And the it? and the walkie goes off. He it goes off and it goes, "Hey, Knuckles." Fuck, I missed it because I heard it. Because I was also like, "Okay, Sonic and Tails." Like, oh, I wonder if you're gonna like Mirage will get the code name Knuckles. Well, you know what they should have done immediately afterwards. <clears throat> Scourge should have been like, "And I'm Shadow," and like stab and fucking blade through both of them. It was also weird of like, <laughs> so he kills Mirage. Like, you know, the human's still alive down there, right? Like, or maybe do you think Mirage squished him when he fell down? Right. Uh, it doesn't matter. Mirage, I, mean, I, Mirage I kind of dying and like Noah, like in a way pleading and just like his eyes just going out. It, was, it didn't, wasn't sad, sad, but it was like, oh, and I was like, fuck, I didn't think you would die. Like, but also like, what a course, horrible place to be trapped. Like, spoiler alert. 
None of them fucking die. Yeah, he turns into everyone comes back. Well, he turns into the suit, which is kind of a nice callback to the animated movie, although it doesn't transform. It looked a lot. The suit actually didn't look bad. This is a spoiler, I guess, for the in in the end setup of what they're gonna fucking do. Between Noah having getting the name Sonic and being in the military, I was like, this seems like a GI Joe thing. And when he got the suit, which I mean is an actual callback to the animated movie, but I was like. This all seems very G.I. Joe. <laughs> and as soon as he went to that job interview, before he even went in that room, at the end, I was like, this is going to be fucking G.I. Joe. And as soon as that guy started asking questions like, what are you doing in Peru? <laughs> Who are you with? I was like, all right. But it's weird. They open up this big fucking wall to show him this empty, an empty fucking hangar. And I was like, look, I know, I already know that it's going to be G.I. Joe. Yeah, yeah. And he hands him a card that says, I was like, why did you open this wall that has nothing behind it? Like, it didn't have the logo of G.I. Joe. There wasn't even, like, a blurry, like, oh, is that fucking Snake Eyes down there? Yeah, yeah. Nothing. It's just like, yep, big empty room. Not even, a, not even a tank. And here's the thing. Like, look, it makes sense. And they haven't been able to figure out a G.I. Joe movie. Does it come in a ever. size 19? I'm glad they didn't do anything like that. <laughs> And it, so it makes sense to like, well, we can't do standalone J.J. movies, so fuck it. Let's just put them in yeah. the Transformers because that worked. That, what, that's one thing we did that worked. What if what if he had opened up that door and like this upbeat 90s music started playing just like doom, 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 and fucking Tommy Lee Jones stepped out? <laughs> Would you have been hyped? <clears throat> Would a men in black crossover of Transformers get you no. hyped? No, no crossover would have hyped me because I just want... <laughs> I just want Transformers. I and what I don't I want really did not expect. I don't that. want more humans. GI <laughs> Joe is just yeah more humans. Um, since that's been out now, the director and the producer have come out saying that we're introducing Joe characters into the world that we're dealing with, and whatever our characters are going to go do, we're also not through with the Maximals. So imagine in the next movie we'll have Maximals, Autobots, and Joes. And again, I'm just like that's that's really weird. That's too much. Like. Just maybe, and maybe one reason Bumblebee does work better than this one too is like it was just Bumblebee. It's by itself, yeah. There was no other. There's well, Bumblebee. There, there and was there like were a, two. There's like a war going on, right? Like there's like an intro war. Yes, the opening. I mean, that's the best transformer we've ever had is the opening of Bumblebee. Yeah. Um. And this, like I said, there's there's almost too many where like even Optimus Primal didn't get really any character arc. He really didn't. He just like got leadership forced upon him by. What a a blink a ape link, which I feel like if you're a kid is confusing because it's like well, they look um yeah I could tell the differences but like they look very fucking similar. But also that voice actor for ape link was the same voice actor for the rhino. <laughs> That's how little. Uh, oh. and that they'd have said that this is <laughs> this is the start of a trilogy. Yeah, I guess of a unicorn trilogy because like he didn't die, he didn't transform. I kind of thought an end credit scene would be something with him. Oh, I, you know what? I'm gonna be fully honest. I didn't expect the GI Joe thing. I thought he was. I don't think anyone did. Yeah, I thought he what he was gonna do is like he's gonna ask all these if, questions. If anything, you would think it'd be something more with the Maximals or right. with the Predacons. Like, well, yeah, here's our natural. I thought it was gonna be Decepticons, and what I thought was gonna happen and be that. a really clever callback of just being like, he's sitting there and he pulls out a gun, and it's the Megatron gun. That'd be funny. That would have been funny. Also, and you know what? Kind of cool. Opening up if you're gonna do this G.I. Joe thing, open up that fucking empty door. Yeah. Have John Cena in there. He's in Bumblebee. Yeah. 
He is and in have the movie. Everybody like, yeah, he's also a G.I. Joe. Because who, who fucking, no one cares. Is he in the G.I. Joe movie? No. I feel like he was. No, just The Rock was. The Rock was. And Channing Tatum. It's Channing Tatum, that's what I'm thinking. And John Cena's character's name in Bumblebee is not any of the G.I. Joes or whatever. It's like, who cares? Yeah, who, who cares? Make him say he's, yeah, he's this one. But, and bring him back because yeah. he's a bigger star now than he was then. And Absolutely. Like, and that continues to tie it together. And he would be fun in these if you're going to, if this is what you fucking have to do. Yeah. But here's my, my thing. Uh, way, way back. Stratosphere <laughs> showing up, Wheeljack showing up and already just being in Peru. Yeah. It was like, okay, so did how many Op- of, how many of you are here? But also did Optimus just decide that you two sucked? Because Optimus called... <laughs> And like he called everyone to go I guess home. I can see that Wheeljack maybe was doing something in Peru. Optimus is embarrassed of Wheeljack and he didn't want him to know. The stratosphere, like, where the fuck were you, dude? They all literally all of them were like, I wish he wasn't here. That's true. And they're also like, Optimus, please don't call him, which means that he did not call him. Which also leads me to believe, like, Optimus if Optimus just got this transwarp key right off the bat that night, like he would have blamed you're gonna them. leave those two. <laughs> And also, are they the <laughs> only two that are here? Yeah. Is there more? There has to be more. Why were you all in New and York I, City, but those two are on the other part of the world? Right. That was my other thing. He's like, and again, it could be fixed with one line of dialogue of explaining yeah. that you are all over the place. Yeah. Also, how many of you are here? Air, Air Razor was a fucking shitty guardian. How the fuck did humans just dig that artifact up and be like, what is this? Well, they didn't even explain where that came from. Yeah. It didn't matter. We, just, we needed to get the movie started. Um, <laughs> the other ones are just like, oh, yeah, we took the uh, the artifact for safekeeping. And I was like, motherfucker, wasn't that the safekeeping? <laughs> and also we took it like 20 yards from where it was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was fucking funny. It's just basically like, uh, we, needed, also very, we needed a third act. There's also very Skull Island of him to be like, I'm this village's protector and they protect me. I, I did like that just because, again, it fed into the prime arc where clearly he, I don't think that he doesn't trust humans, but it's just like, I want to fucking go home yeah. and fuck these. Like, he doesn't care about humans. It, it's really funny, though, when Optimus I is I still like, don't know that he cares about humans at the end of this. I made a joke where I was like, when Bumblebee died, I was like, he's going to tell him that it's his fault. And he basically said, that was your fault. <laughs> but also, like, when they're running away in Peru from Scourge and all them, Optimus is just like, I'm ready to fight now. And he just like does. The, the only reason that fight gets stopped is because Air Razor blows up the bridge. And I kind of <laughs> wanted to say like to chastise him. She doesn't. She just no. blows up the bridge and moves about her. Yeah. That's when she gets fucked up. And it's also kind of weird. It's like, did she not know? I guess she didn't know like what Scourge's thing was going to do. Yeah. Her. She just thought she was like tainted or something. Tainted. Was like, like rusting. <laughs> um, but also, why didn't, yeah, that, why didn't that Peru fight was cool? Just because it's different, like scenery and like, the fun. hillside and everything falling down. It's just but like Prime does just dead stop. He's like, I'm, I'm gonna fuck this guy up. There's no reason. He's just like, it's just like, everyone's like, dude, we got other stuff. She's like, Mm-mm, I want to kill him. I want to fuck. And him he tells he tells him then she's like, I'm gonna kill you <laughs> for B. <laughs> and it's like, ah, uh, I don't know, dude. This is one. I was, was kind of want to be like, what makes you think that you can? Right, because he he handled you. They literally just got done saying he's all but invincible. (laughs) But yeah, beyond that, he handled you so easily. (laughs) The previous—I mean, I guess this time you're more ready for him. But technically, they had the drop. He's ready for you too. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I thought that was. It's kind of bummed. Air razor. So since the Maximals don't transform until the ending fight, Air razor didn't even transform. 
But I will say this, the transformations look good. And unlike the last Michael Bay movies, we actually get to fucking watch them transform. There was a few scenes where they did transform into like like a toy. Where it's like, that eh, looks a little weird. But it was fine because it's over very quickly. And Mirage did go through a whole line of like being different cars. At yeah. one point, he actually does turn into the car he originally is. Yeah, cartoon. yeah. But again, it was out of like, uh, that's not how it works. Yeah. I the think Michael maybe Bay they're trying to say that, did that Mirage. Well, in that one, they still had to scan something mm-hmm. to be able to turn into it. Oh, that's right. They did. They couldn't just like, mm, I'm going to be this now. And maybe he's already scanned them. Maybe. So at one point, though, he turns into a garbage truck. Oh, yeah. Which was like, uh, that doesn't fit your size at all. But that's my thought we- is, and we don't we don't watch him <laughs> transform out of that. My thought was, oh, I think a big chunk of that garbage truck must be a hologram. Yeah. And you're only. That makes front That makes sense. But it's like, again, give me a little bit. And yeah. I don't know if that's something that just wasn't ever filmed, if it's something that's lost in the edit. Or right. they're just like, people don't need to know. It doesn't fucking matter. But it's like, for me, it does. But again, this is essentially a Saturday morning cartoon. And for kids, and I, you know, I'll give it this too. It I, has a lesson for kids. I bet kids it teaches you like really you need this. to work together. And you can't do everything on your own. Yeah. That's what it means to be a good leader. Don't do what he just did. And don't be an asshole like Optimus Prime. So, yeah, I mean, I do look forward to more of this. I I can't say that I want just a Beast Wars movie. I I can say that I don't want a G.I. Joe fucking movie. Yeah. Like, I don't I'd know. like them to yeah. get off of Earth. What's, One thing that did, I got that Prime wanted to go home. Yeah. But I wanted a line of dialogue of indicating, like, not just that he wants to go home, but also, like, they don't know what is going on back home mm-hmm. with the war. They don't know if like, you know, they lost it to the Decepticons or whatever. I don't even think, I don't even think the fucking name Decepticons was uttered in this movie. No, it was not. I was, that's why I thought like at the ending, it might be a Decepticon thing instead of GI Joe. But otherwise I did think, I thought the design of Unicron was pretty cool in live action. We did get to watch him start to eat a planet, which was like, all right, well, that's pretty awesome. But his eyes being inside there, mm-hmm. you didn't need it. Not even for the scene yeah. where he's talking to Scourge. Like, you didn't need that. Weird. Again, you know what? The animated cartoon didn't have it. He just talked through his giant space anus. <laughs> and that was that was intimidating. I was kind of sad to see Scourge go. I wanted him to get to hang around and be I, more. But he, I mean, I liked him. The bad guys are kind of generic. But I will say this too. The, the action is well staged. Well choreographed, and we can see everything that's happening. I liked it. Like, uh, I just I thought the movie was really fun, and I was pleasantly surprised by the whole thing. It was very stupid. So, do you want to see a T Rex Megatron? <laughs> it would be cool. Do you remember in the Beast Wars? Is he's purple? I I remember him in there. <laughs> Is there an explanation why he's that? No, I don't think so. I don't remember. I mean, the real reason is like because of the toy. <laughs> because we made a toy that was a T-Rex. Yeah. Turns into this robot. I guess at this point, I'll take that as a Megatron. I've never gotten my Megatron, so like, fuck it, sure. Yeah. Throw throw that one in there. But yeah, no, I, I, I did like it. it. I liked it so much that I wished that it was better. It was it was much better than the Michael Bay movies. I can give it that. It might be my number three. 
My number three Transformers movie. What's your number two? Or maybe four. Technically, my first one's going to be the animated movie, just because. Oh, you know what? That That's, yeah. Bumblebee would be two. I do really like Dark of the Moon, which is the third Michael Bay movie. It's, I mean, it's a Michael Bay movie, but I enjoy it. But this, mm. <laughs> I guess this is better than it. Um, yeah, I think it was. Although, like, there is stuff in the first Transformers movie that yeah, has some like, cool stuff. Like the whole, I, I do like the first one. Honestly, the whole opening is really fucking cool. It's a simple story of a boy in his car, and then a little robot fight at the end. I don't know. I like the. I really like the um, the scorpion desert battle. I always thought that was so cool. But then you get Scorpionock. You get the first like the creepy. Could have made a whole thing. movie just about that. Just the they military trying to run away from giant robot scorpion in the desert. They should. And have. then reveal, hey, that giant robot scorpion. It's a fucking transformer, y'all. We made a Transformers movie. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna give this a see it. Yeah, I see it. If anything, just for for fun. Movies are still good. Like I stream guess. it, like it, whatever. You don't have to see. No, no, no. Theater. Go to theater. No, I'm gonna say go to theater. Pay. The studio needs to see like <laughs> people. I mean, they should do better. But okay, I get and this that. did. I mean, this did do better than Bumblebee did on its opening. Yeah, Bumblebee Which, is not its fault. Bumblebee was facing like Michael Bay burnout. Yeah, people were just like, oh, this is bad. I don't and also, like, it. yeah, everyone's like, fuck off. We just got another fucking stupid Transformers movie where Optimus Prime fought a dragon. <laughs> Essentially. Well, wrapping up. Yeah. Is there anything else that you've watched recently? Or uh... I've been uh, I've been watching some uh, some old shows recently. Uh, I've been watching Cheers. Getting ready for your Frasier reboot. Yeah, I've been thinking about rewatching all of that stuff. I love Cheers. It's just nice. I think and... they were just at some. Go place wherever some event. Your name. John Ratzenberger and uh, George went into dancing role. They're talking about Cheers. Yeah, I think there's something to you in memoriam of like Kirstie Alley as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's classic sitcom. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good, good stuff. And uh, where's bit. that? Where's that streaming? Oh, I was just I, I have it. <laughs> oh, they're gonna say illegally. No, I know. I just I own the first couple seasons of Cheers. Our internet went out for like a couple of days because of some kind of bullshit that happened with the tower. So I was like, I, I'll whip out all the old DVDs. Digital video disc. Yeah. How about you? Have you been watching anything? Uh, well, I have been recollecting a lot of my physical media. Nice. Um, and I have been doing a lot of acquiring of anime specifically in this last couple of weeks. But nerd, uh, I did finish up right before my Netflix went away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the cyberpunk edge runners anime on there. Yep. And I, I would highly recommend it. It was, it is, it's a little incoherent on its plot from episode to episode, but it's all, I mean, you got to give it credit. Like it's only, they only had 10 episodes. Did you finish it? Yes. Okay. And in the story, especially in the last three really does come together and is very, very good and actually pretty emotional at the end and does tie back to the beginning. It really gives you a sense of the world. You don't have to play the game yeah, at all. Yeah. I mean, if you do, you'll understand some of the language that they're using. Right. Because I guess the anime doesn't really do a good job of explaining what some of the shit means. But but the animation is crazy. It's, it's just one of your favorite studios. Mm. I think Trigger. Yeah, I love Trigger's stuff. Um, and I didn't find out the exact budget, but I think it was something like half a million per episode. That sounds right. And I mean, because some of what they do in this... to 
to create the world and like effects of the cyber mods and stuff was like, oh wow, that's it's very, very cool. So definitely recommend if you haven't watched it yet, because it's only 10 episodes on Netflix. Sadly, it does not have a physical release yeah. as of yet, but I hope that it does because like Castlevania did. Yeah, it did. It really and cool I think it has too. to do with the fact that it's not a Netflix specifically owned thing. You also got like a full And vinyl. Cyberpunk wouldn't be isn't either. I mean, that's CD Projekt Red, and I assume Studio Trigger to some degree yeah. owns it. Yeah. So I'm hoping at a certain amount of time, maybe it's got to be there for a year. So I don't know if Castlevania, how quickly it came out after each season. But I know I know the complete thing year. is available now. Yeah. So I think Arcane's not available, though. But uh, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking that that, because I know it has a second half that they're doing. My guess is they're going to wait for the whole thing to be done, maybe. Because Riot, for sure, wants yeah. to well, we can sell you something. We'll sell it to you. Absolutely. But yeah, that's, that's the last thing that I really watched. And I really, I really, really enjoyed it. That's good. I'm, I'm glad that it was, that you liked it. I haven't watched it yet. I'm probably, I, I'm not really interested in a lot of the cyberpunk stuff, like the game and all that, but I, sh- I should look into it at some point if it's that studio, because I really do enjoy their animation. I don't know if you don't like the cyberpunk aesthetic or no, it's just the, specifically that game. I didn't really, yeah, because it, you don't have to have any connection yeah. to the game, which is good. It did cause people to go back and re-download the game, but well, not the, because the it game's stable now. So it didn't do anything. It has nothing to do with the story in the game at all. Right. Although, after the anime, there was stuff updated into the game that relates to the anime characters. Now that's littered about uh, i see like there's a drink named after one of the characters it's like oh that makes sense <clears throat> but yeah everyone who if anyone ever played the game and then deleted it then watched the anime they all claim like yeah, i'm gonna go back and re-download that uh, but if yeah you don't need to and if you like if you like trigger then you should definitely check it out and the soundtrack is really really good too so i think our next episode coming up is the flash one more multiverse is. to go, y'all. God damn it. <laughs> Are you tired of multiverses? I just don't want to watch The Flash. Well, hey, I mean, everyone's saying it's the best movie that's ever been made. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Let's get nuts, 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 balls. Tom, Tom Cruise, he loved it. James Gunn said he loved it. I'd like James Gunn to come out and be like, I didn't care for this movie. <laughs> I like Christopher Nolan I think it sucks. I think, it meant, I think even if it does suck, James Gunn loves it because like, it resets the universe. It'd be so. really funny if Christopher Nolan was like, this, this blows. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, could you imagine Christopher Nolan doing a comic book movie? But then I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> that might be pretty crazy. I've managed to avoid any of the recent spoilers and stuff coming out. So I don't know any cameos that are in this. I, I don't. I imagine I don't. this probably should try to come out before Spider-Verse in regards of all the fan service. Now, yeah, stuff now they're, they're, gonna do, they're spoiled. They did it better. Yep. And probably with a better story. One thing I have heard. From some of the early screenings, is there are some special effects in this that are real wonky and bad. I know. I heard something about Zod looks terrible, which is weird because like you've had so much time. I mean, I'm not saying just keep spending money on. This, yeah, but, like, but that's that's damn pathetic. Because also to go back to what we just reviewed, I think this Beast Rise of the Beasts looks great. Oh, it looks. I think great. every visual effect. There wasn't one where it's like, hmm, mm, yeah, it, unbelievable. Seriously, I was actually. I mean, the fact that we can watch silently RC say fuck and it's like, I'm pretty sure that robot said fuck. Yeah. 
Well, and yeah, even the human integration, like there was never a time where I felt like you're not actually acting with anything, even though I mean, I know they're not. You're right. I was like, I believe Optimus Prime is really there. Like the scene that I had issue with before when we talked about the trailer where like Mirage spitting him out. Yeah. And they like walk up. That actually looked pretty good in the movie. Did it didn't look overly cocky. It just looked like, oh, you two are kind of friendly now and you you kind of figured out what's yeah, going you figured on. It out. And Mirage is being slower with you. He's like, All right, take your time. That was that's cool. Oh yeah, by the way, he rebuilds Mirage at the end. Yeah, he does. Almost specifically just to scare the shit out of that one dude. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't transform immediately. He like waited for him to tell him he's like, You can get up now, Mirage. Yeah. But uh yeah. I guess a transform and roll out. We'll see you in a flash. Hmm. That was some good pun work. With a transpark gone, we cannot return to our planet. And fate has yielded its reward. Another multiverse to fuck with. We will watch it in silence at our local AMC. We go there to laugh, cry, care. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. I have witnessed that indescribable feeling we get when the lights begin to dim. I am Optimus Prime. I send this message to any remaining listeners taking refuge in their mother's basements. Thanks for listening. Rate, comment, and subscribe.